Alrighty, welcome back to the Well-Rounded Wealth Podcast. I am here with my buddy Jack, and uh, we've been sending the podcast out to a few people, family, friends, and uh, Jack, what do you think of it? Yeah, um, we made it. We made it for round two. We're back. It feels good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we kind of just did it on, I mean, we've, it's been a big idea, but we just actually decided to record and send it to people. Um we got some great feedback, and if anyone's listening now that gave us feedback for those first episodes, thank you. The messages made our yeah. day. My 100%. sister sent me a really sweet message, and it was very, very sweet, and it meant a lot. Yeah, and I think like hearing that feedback back from other people is, is helps us too. Um, like now, I can actually resonate with the other podcast people I look at or right. listen to, and it's like. Uh, this means the world it's like yeah it does because especially for us like this isn't a business idea or anything it's still a passion project for us and um it's a journey of our growth too so we don't know everything and as 22 year olds we won't know everything for ever ever yeah (laughs) um, but we will die not knowing everything (laughs) but as we keep growing we want to share our experiences and what we think is helping in our lives and if you resonate with that that's great yeah i mean we've always said like we are doing it mainly for us but it was cool to get that feedback of like oh like the things you're talking about are like the things that i think about too which like that was like oh okay so like we're we're thinking about things that feels like everyone's thinking about now and it's not just like us that are having these crazy thoughts yep exactly so um Today, what are we going to be talking about? Um, so yeah, we're kind of going to get um, into confidence and personal integrity, um, which is something I'm pretty excited to talk about. Um, yeah. That's also kind of in regards to self-esteem and how we think of ourselves. Um, and then we'll kind of like get into methods of self-love too, I think. Um, so yeah, uh, start off, um, what kind of truly defines personal integrity? And I guess specifically to you like what what defines yours like what do you do to define that for yourself yeah I think for me it's setting boundaries internally so where in my life on a day-to-day basis do I kind of draw the line with anything from what I do in the morning how I interact with other people um, how I conduct myself when other people aren't watching um, and for me, that really means do your ideals, your convictions, your standards, beliefs, and behaviors, do they all line up with what your values are? Yeah, I kind of similar to me, I would say, um, as far as trying to line up all of my ideals and convictions, I actually heard something really interesting. A lot of people say the common definition of integrity is like doing something um that's kind or like morally good even when nobody's looking that's a popular definition but um i did hear that that's similar definition that it's your it's when your ideals and your beliefs all match up with your actions and your behavior um and no matter what not um standing back on what you do believe in and still always behaving in accordance to that which i thought is really cool that's a cool thing to live by yeah, it's like a it's a check and balance for yourself, and no one else is gonna tell you if no if no one's watching, and you end up doing something that doesn't feel good to you internally. Only you're gonna know that feeling, 
and that's something you're gonna just have to sit with so when no one's watching just make sure you're doing something according to how would you would want to perceive it yourself um and i guess that brings us to like what are some behaviors and values that we do have and use in our daily lives um yeah i mean honestly even this past week i've been really working on that and asking myself those questions because this all does go into my personal self-esteem and self-love because I'm now starting to set standards for myself and I want to meet those standards um, in order to like have that self-love of be like, yes, I'm reliable. Yes, I'm a good friend. Yes, I respect other people's time. Um, Yes, I'm working hard. Yes, I'm being healthy. Um, And this week I really started that. I started waking up a lot earlier. I woke up at like 6.30 a few times and that's, I didn't, um, it was, that was, even that alone felt like a win because usually my alarm goes off. I hit the snooze button. I'm like, nope, not getting up (laughs) yet. (laughs) Not doing it. Not doing it. Uh, but I did, I've like woke up and I was like, I'm I'm just going to shoot out of bed. Like, and I learned, I also learned that just like getting, even sitting up, like makes all the difference. Yep. Get up, do something somewhat active within the first 30 minutes of waking up and you'll get that morning energy for sure. Like, I mean, I've kind of had to do that in one way or another just (laughs) because of athletics, but like, I, I think getting up early is amazing. And some people aren't morning people. So if you're not a morning person, then that's completely Yeah, and fine. on another note, I woke up at 10 a.m. today. So it, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't always happen. I didn't make it the whole week, but I was close. Yeah, but I think you made a good point about setting kind of those micro wins throughout the day. Um, like something I have that I write, uh, I have written on a sticky note in my bathroom every morning. It's like a little checklist of things I want to make sure I get done before I even get the day started. So just making my bed like making sure my teeth are brushed and how funny that sounds with you always hear your parents brush your teeth in the morning but um just doing simple things like that and uh, another thing I've been enjoying lately is doing something active like I'll try and do like 50 push-ups or 10 pull-ups in the morning before I even get in the shower or anything like that just to wake myself up and once I see those few things that I've accomplished it's like all right that's a small win for the day and even though it's not big it's like i know that i have that checklist internally where it's okay i think this stuff is going to help me down the road and i just took one more small step forward this morning so yeah i also think that just helps with personal discipline like i one thing i struggle with personally is having my set routines like some days i just feel like doing different things like sometimes like I woke up at 6 30 on Monday and got out of bed and immediately walked to the kitchen and just like um ate a little piece of bread and then I um got my gear ready to go work out the next day I woke up jumped out of bed decided to take a shower first instead like I don't have like routine I just kind of like even though I was like getting up early, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna do whatever I feel like I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna do my thing. See, I think you're way better at that than me. Like, it's so funny. Um, my roommate and I talked about this because we were we br- were both early risers, and um, we like for me especially, I eat the same thing for breakfast every day, 
And there was at one point, there was a time. I do that too, but that's because I don't know how to cook. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if I did, I would always do something different. <laughs> but, it's, but it's scrambled eggs every morning. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yes, well, if you don't have that problem, <laughs> then there is like being able to balance not doing the same routine every morning. Like it's okay to break it. And that was something for me, like, I eat my eggs and oatmeal every morning. I did it for like, I don't know, probably six plus months straight. And then like for a week we didn't have eggs or, or oatmeal or something like that. And I was like, man, like something feels off. Like what's going on? Like mm-hmm. and just being able to be like, okay, it's going to be okay. <laughs> if you're, if something goes wrong or you can't do something with your routine, like let's say you're traveling or something like that and you can't don't pull a bar or whatever. It is like something silly like that. It's being able to look at it and be like, okay, even even though I can't do it, I thought of it. So if I was in my routine or situation, like I know that still can count as a win for me. Yeah. So. No, totally. Um, so yeah, let's kind of segue a little bit into like doing like our things like this and our routines. And it definitely like, those do really help me improve yeah. just natural confidence um, mm-hmm. and just my self-esteem just because I'm like, like, even though I wasn't as productive as I could have been this week, I was still like, I'm up at 6.30. I'm yeah. up. I, I'm, that's a win. That's a win. And that already made me feel better about myself, just doing those little things. Yeah. Um, and I think one note before we segue to leave in everyone's mind is I think of it this way. It's like, that first five, ten minutes when you first wake up, yeah, you might really hate it and you might really not want to wake up. But once you're up and going, you're a little more energetic, you feel good. As opposed to hitting snooze three or four times and instead of getting up at seven, you get up at ten and you wake up and you're like, oh, crap. Like, I was supposed to get a lot done in those past three hours. Yeah. No, it's such a crappy feeling <laughs> yeah. so would you rather have the the five minute crappy feeling of oh i gotta drag myself out of bed or would you rather have the 24 hour long like oh crap i just wasted three hours just laying in bed yeah, and you know what it is it's like it's re- it's a combination of like not hardcore but like regret and a little bit of shame that like i have for myself and it definitely like puts me down because yeah. I don't, I'm like, oh, like, I'm so, I'm so lame. Like, I slept way longer than I should have. I'm waking up at 11. I'm exhausted still. And, like, yep. I'm, I just still don't feel like doing anything because I'm just like, oh, I've wasted my morning. So, yeah. yeah. It's, and that definitely doesn't make me feel very good about myself in general. Yeah. I, and I think this is a perfect time to segue into, like, of those feelings of not feeling good about yourself, like what secure in let's talk about insecurities and um, which ones we have that may kind of lower self esteem, uh, self esteem. Yeah, let's let's get into it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, when we were talking about um, doing this, the first thing that popped into my head was um, middle school. Um, PE class and going into the locker rooms to change. Okay. I was so insecure about my body. Like so insecure. And I was a chubby kid as I know you remember. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so I just like hated it. I was like, oh, and like you'd see like, then there were like guys like, honestly you, but like many others who like I was also like still a child in sixth grade, like entirely a child, and like everyone else is already like started puberty, pu- yeah hitting the yeah. puberty and like getting muscles and i just i it made me so insecure i was always insecure. i didn't like taking my shirt off in front of people i hated it see it's so it's so good where that, that we're bringing this up because obviously there are those those guys or girls that are genetically predispositioned to have a little bit easier time growing up or with body mm-hmm. development but i that that to this day is still one of my biggest insecurities like my body and it's like it's crazy to think because like i've kind of started turning that corner now um but Mm -hmm. like even i don't know say a year or two ago like i was playing a college sport like i'm probably in one of the best shapes of my life but i'm still like oh like i'm i don't this part of my body is looking this way or or something like that and it's crazy to think that I know there's a ton of people out there, all shapes and sizes, that go through this. Yeah. And I think this comes to the point of self-love and being able to realize that we, like some things we don't have control of. And some things we have to be accepting of because we can't always be great at it or genetically dispositioned for it. So I think... I think one of the best things to talk about this in this sense is height. Yeah. Um, well, as everyone that knows me knows, I'm 6'5". <laughs> He's huge. <laughs> um, yeah, that's... Um, I was actually never insecure about my height in, like, high school and stuff. It was just because I didn't think it really mattered. Um, and looking back I was thinking about it the right way yeah <laughs> <laughs> but when I went to college it was you know what it was it was just kind of like the dating apps and stuff that I started to do and like I wrote like it's five seven on my thing yeah. which is like because that's my height <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like to one time like I like would match with people and they'd say "Ooh, too short sorry <laughs> First off, why'd you then why'd you match me? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what's going on there? Did you match me just to height shame me? What's going on here? <laughs> Brutal. Um, I came in. It's like I um, you're short. <laughs> yeah, I actually I remember talking with my dad about it too because I was like, yeah, my, I was like, I think this is like a thing, and like even like, and like, I won't. I won't mention uh, a person that's close to me. Um, she like won't see guys that are under six feet. Like she'll, she'll hang out with them, but she would never date. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or something like that. So like that kind of was like, I was like, Oh, like I actually like, that's a thing that I guess matters to some people. So which yeah. sucked at first for me to kind of get through it, which helped me a lot is I have no control over that. Yeah. There's not, I can't, I can't take a pill to grow or I can't do anything to like, which is fine. So I guess what I have kind of done for that is like, okay, there are going to be people that value tall guys, at least in like dating and stuff like that. Yeah. And I just have to, that's okay. Because if that is what they value, then why would I want to be with that person? Yeah. Because it just, it wouldn't work. If that's what you value, that's 
okay, that's fine. I'm not for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm and, not for you, and that's okay. And especially at a young age or younger age than even now, which you're still balancing that stuff, and so am I. Like, um, like especially on relationship side, like that is that is pretty much one of the top ways we are, I guess, not necessarily evaluated, but also perceived by other people as partners yeah so but and i guess where we're going with this is one thing that would be really beneficial to realize starting when you're younger is having more self-love and having more confidence in who we are and how we got to where we are yeah so and I think that's really, really important because when you can kind of look internally at yourself and say, like, okay, like, no matter how I was brought up, no matter what my work ethic is, this is where I am now. This is what I have. Like, if I want to be somewhere else, I have all the tools I need to get there. It's just putting together a goal and then a plan to get there and that should be completely within yourself not based on someone else's perception of you yeah no i i couldn't agree with that more and i think what's really helped me on like my path so far and i'm still getting there like those insecurities never just completely go away i Mm -hmm. still like don't love my body i just (laughs) i don't (laughs) i don't hate it i definitely like it and it's definitely um also just being more physically active has just helped a lot um so yeah it's it's at a really good place right now but um yeah but yeah i it's not perfect but one thing that's uh like you said earlier is that focusing on doing things for other people um is kind of a recipe for disaster yeah that i've learned like it's got to be you gotta be doing these things for me yeah looking in the mirror and one thing i've always kind of battled with is like where does that stem from yes we've talked we've talked about kind of like your perception of i guess your comparison of yourself to other people your age but what about how you were brought up in like in families too because mm-hmm. i know that's something for me that was like not necessarily at the forefront but maybe in the back of my mind like how does how do those closest to me kind of perceive me as based on what my goals are? So like if my goals are um, to be like an athlete, yet my body doesn't really match that or um, like my parents were like if your parents are more physically fit than you at a young age, like how do you kind of balance your perception of them with also how you perceive yourself yeah i actually have an example for that it's not necessarily family but it's um it's you and our friends um you guys were are an incredibly athletic group of guys that i'm friends with not that i'm unathletic and as some of you guys are much taller than me, but, uh, um, but it's, it was kind of like that also, I do think played a role because yeah. sometimes we'd all be hanging out. Um, a lot of you guys were athletes. I was more of a theater kid, which I loved. It was yeah. awesome. 
Um, but no, I'd see you guys and like just we were at the pool hanging out. Let's see the shirts. Like half of you guys, if not more, had like the six pack abs going and like the cut, <laughs> the cut arms. <laughs> I was just thick. <laughs> yeah, well, you were still a in great shape. <laughs> you were still in really good athletic shape. You were just more linebacker shape, which was awesome. I thought. Um, so yeah, that definitely was a little insecure too, because I just looked down and be like, yeah, don't, you know, not really exactly killing the game, not looking like Captain America right now. And if like it just a comparison, I was like, these guys all do, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I honestly, what helped was I don't know if I've ever talked to you about this, but I have talked to some of our other friends about it and opened up. Yeah. And they were like, what really helped is like, dude, like we don't like look at you as like like that at all. Yeah. Um, which definitely like helped my own perspective. I'm like, oh, I'm thinking about this way more than any other human being in the entire world. I think, I mean, I think that is like perfect way to say it. Like we as like looking at ourselves way over analyzed uh-huh. stuff compared to how we think other people perceive us. And yes, I'm sure that's a stem of social media and just having more kind of influence on us from external sources. But I I was listening to something the other day. um, And if you ever had an insecurity with your friends, your parents or anything like, and you were worried about how they perceive it, a great way to kind of break that barrier is ask them, like hop on a phone with them, call with them or whatever, or talk to them and say, is there anything I could say that would make you not love me more or like me more or anything like that? And if they say no, then feel free to open up and tell them. Like, yeah, I've done that with you and a ton of, like, a ton of my friends. Like, we've all gone through tough times, and I'm sure we'll cover them on later episodes um, when we get deeper into this stuff. But like, you guys and and family has always been something that like I know I have a great support system with, which yeah is awesome and. Maybe not everyone out there has that, but I can guarantee you can ask that question. And it may not be that that person who you're thinking of is like super outgoing and outspoken. And like, you know that, oh, if I went to this person, they'd be completely okay with it. But if you ask them that question and they say no, then open up to them and and see how it goes. Like, and if they say yes, then that's not a friend. Yeah, then don't it, tell them. Yeah, that's that's not a friend. Yeah. And, um, I mean, I definitely hope that there are people out there like that for everyone. Um, and, I mean... I definitely think, I mean, t- just depending on circumstance of life, wherever... I mean, any, anyone, I guess, could eventually listen to this. Wherever you come from, maybe if you were in a circumstance where... Um, didn't have a lot of friends growing up or ones that stuck around maybe not a great family life I think I definitely think it's out there because I think everyone is going through that pain like you're you're definitely not alone yeah that if you're feeling lonely um there's a lot I think a lot of people are lonely I'm definitely not saying it's easy to find those people but I do think it's out there and I, I can't even imagine honestly not having the support system I do that that has yeah. helped me along this journey so much of my self 
love and self-respect and yeah. I don't even think it's at tip-top shape yet um yeah. so yeah it's it's really hard but I guess it does all start with you is like the only thing I could say I don't know I'm a little uncomfortable giving advice <laughs> to yeah. people that I don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I, I completely agree with that um yeah because we don't We're know 22 your, <laughs> yeah we don't know your situation yeah and, we um, have we have no idea um but I I do I'll I will always stand by optimism no matter what and I think I, when I have decided to put myself out there I have made new friends yeah um so anecdotally that's what I can say yeah for sure yeah I think that's a great way to put that but um I, I think jumping to like the next thing is how can we be accepting of the fact that we aren't good at everything um in terms of stuff we perceive as being insecurities like and how do we grow to if there is something that we do want to be better at but not we don't have the natural propensity. Like, how do we approach that? Yeah. I think, honestly, it's a... I've learned that it's a dangerous game with... um, It's because there's a line of self-deprecation and yeah. a line of being able to laugh at yourself yeah. that I have learned. Because, like, sometimes, like, when I'm joking with you and, like, if all of our friends are together and our buddy Thomas Regali, who's always busted our chops, yeah. like... <laughs> That when we joke around, I'm able to laugh at myself. And even if it's things that are true, I think we're just at that level too, where it's yeah. like we love each other so much that like yeah. we can say these things and never get offended and you can just laugh at ourselves. But if I'm, if I were to constantly make, be making jokes about how I'm, oh, I'm short, oh, I'm the short guy, that yeah. then it's like, then people are going to be like, um, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I cool. Um, or, yeah, I guess, because that actually does show, I think that's like a coping mechanism. Like, oh, I'm act, like, that's like, oh, you're actually really insecure about this, but you're just like saying it, you're self-deprecating yourself to get a laugh. But I'm not just going to keep going and be like, yeah, I'm sure it isn't that funny. <laughs> like, yeah. you can't. Yeah, I so get it's, it's a line, I think, for accepting those facts of what you're um, not good at, what you're insecure about. Um, I think you should accept it and I think you yeah. should still choose to love yourself anyway but there is that line of uh, self-deprecation that you can't cross if you do that as well. over and over again yeah, yeah. over and over again because I was just like you're just beat like don't beat yourself down yep <laughs> like acknowledge it but know that it doesn't matter you know yeah. like know that that's okay and accept it and and I think that's where what we're talking about is like how do you ex- is like accepting those things and being able to be like that's okay um and then kind of tying it back into our personal integrity physically something like those are things that take a little longer to change or sometimes you can't even change them so the most important part of this conversation is leading back to that personal integrity like what are your ideals your convictions your standards beliefs behaviors and do they line up with your values um like for me, I know some of my values are just being able to help others, like wanting to do that, wanting to also push myself to kind of find new boundaries that I can kind of push. And 
if something that comes up in in my life is not kind of synonymous with um what my goals are and what my values are towards those things like saying no is sometimes the hardest um answer to give to someone when something like that comes up or even to give to yourself like no i can't do that because that doesn't align with my values yeah i i totally agree and i think what has also helped me kind of accept things that i'm insecure about is having that a value system for myself in place of having having a some core beliefs and some core values that I stand for and believe in and work to aspire to those values that I hold. If I'm doing that for me and in my head, I'm like, okay, I did well. And I do not always uphold these values. It's hard. We're human. Yeah. They're, it's not easy. I, you know, I snapped at some people last night. Like it happens. It yep. happens. Sometimes you get Sometimes you just get you get that little, feeling yeah. you're like, oh, <laughs> you know, crap, I shouldn't have done I, that. Yeah. yeah, kind of, yeah. And like so I we always have our moments, but as long as I know I'm working hard to get there and to try, it that makes everything else for me go away. Yeah. That like, you know, the insecurities that I have or like what other people may think of me. It's like, well, I have these values, I believe I'm upholding these values for myself and I, I hope I'm communicating that to other people if they see that and decide to judge me based on other things yeah. then okay then that's then that's actually not a person I want to be around exactly someone's gonna be like oh Jack's like a really nice awesome guy but like you know he's kind of short yeah. <laughs> I, 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 he's got that short value <laughs> <laughs> Um, then it's like, yeah, well, okay, get out of here then. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think... I'm not, I'm not going to be like sad about that. That's a, that's a ridiculous, um, thing to uphold for somebody, a yeah. ridiculous standard to hold. <laughs> no, exactly. I mean, and it's kind of jarred my memory. Like our parents always say that, like, um, hang out with people that align with your values. But as kids, we don't know what our values are. Like that's something yeah. we have to continue to grow on and, and, um, kind of expand like how do you even know that helping others is a value of yours until you help someone you know yeah um, and that just comes with more and more experience and more and trying more and more things so um, I think that's also something that that even for myself like I take a note of like as I keep growing and as I get older and as I keep trying new things like my values can change like but where you are, where you're at in life, as long as you keep aligning yourself with people that are in or that see those things and have those same values as you, you can c- continue to grow even faster and stronger along that journey that you're on. Yeah, completely. I actually, this is making me, I have this idea because I have an idea of what my values are, but. I don't have them written down. I don't, I kind of want to do that after, during, throughout this conversation. I'd love to sit down and I think I would even like to use a sheet of paper out of my computer and just write down like, what are my core values? What are my beliefs? What do I need 
um, to uphold to for my own standards. I yep. think it'd be really, I think it'd be a really cool exercise if um, we did that. And yeah. I think that'd be really, really cool actually, just to have something like a one of those pillars that I could yep. wake up to every day and be like, just look at it and then just know it and just in the back of my head go throughout my days trying to uphold those. Yeah. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, I, I think I, I did that um, about six months ago and I, I so I forget what the, so my acronym was DIVS, D-I-V-S, and it was Drive, Intelligence, Values, and, or, um, no, not Values. I forget what the B was. Um, but the last one was Service. And I know I journaled again maybe two months ago, and I added a, um, a letter to that. And that's a perfect example of, like, you're going to keep growing, and you, you should, like, I'm a firm believer in, like, write the stuff that's in your head down because I know for me especially my head is way too busy and gets clogged with a bunch of stuff so that yeah. when like if I don't write something down and 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 I don't have the ability to go and look back at it then it's going to get lost in, in clutter so yeah no, I think that'd be a good thing I'll have to go back to my journal and look up specifically what those those are but like I know for me like drive is that value of wanting to always push myself and push my boundaries and then like intelligence is I love to learn and learn new things so and then obviously service is being able to help others so yeah well yeah no I I really have enjoyed this episode a lot this has been really great Uh, I think yeah I'm actually legitimately gonna make like a little document of my values or something on paper um, if anyone's, if anyone listening feels at all inclined to do that, um, maybe maybe down the line we could do something where people could share those type of things. Yeah, I think that could be really cool. I think speaking on that point too is, um, and we'll keep touching on this on further episodes. We have a website we're coming out with, and it'll have links to the podcast, and we'll be posting blogs on it. And I think that'd be a great place to do something like this. Is we'll share our values, and share how they grow and change. Um, but like on the blog, we'll have a kind of a value section and anyone's happy to share them and share what those words are and then what they kind of mean to you. Um, and I think that'd be really cool. And we, you and I can definitely, so awesome. yeah, I really I can, like that idea. You and I can definitely, uh, start with the example on that. So sounds like cool one way. of the most healthy uses of social media I think I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, cool. Well, should we, awesome. Yeah, should we wrap this up? Let's wrap it up. We uh, appreciate you guys listening and, and always appreciate feedback. And Yeah, um, seriously, thank you so much for listening um, to the people that we have heard have listened. They, it means the world. Yeah, awesome. All right, we'll see you guys on the next one. All right, see y'all.